There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, welcome inside Hour 3. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we'll get to the latest on the Michigan scandal and Jim Harbaugh's suspension in a second, but Mike brought this up very briefly a few moments ago. Wait, what are we talking about? Michael Thomas and a brick? Yes, brick you want to lay low for a while. Uh, according to JPA Sports, other sites on social media, Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas has been accused of throwing a brick. Accused of throwing a brick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Brickhouse Tyshirt. Oh, okay, that's fine. She's uh, a brick. Is, <laughs> uh, is accused Ow. of throwing a brick at the car She's of contractors. Mighty, mighty. Okay, okay, that's enough. That's you said really he wanted enough. the brick. That's really it. That's really it. Oh, feeling you. Oh, my sweet brick. Oh, my sweet brick. Michael Thomas is accused of throwing a brick at the car of contractors who kept parking in the street near his house. Uh, He's also accused of taking the guy's phone and throwing it when he started recording. This is what's going on with Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas. So mad that people are are parking near his house. I can't stand these contractors. He's accused of throwing a brick at the car of one of the contractors. There's the guys doing interviews on the news uh, about it. He's wearing a backwards hat (laughs) from his construction company talking about what happened. This story is insane. Yeah, that's where I was going to go is uh, WDSU6 uh, News is, is where I, I first saw it pop into the uh, the headlines there in the 
in the Twitterverse, and then obviously the aggregators come in, and, and we know every once in a while some mock headlines get in. So uh, going back to the source, but, yeah, throwing bricks at guys? Really? This, this is where we're at? You know, well, parked, here's, here's the thing. Parked on the streets and cluttered some stuff in your uh, gated neighborhood? As I get as I get older, you know, I, when I was younger, I would always sit there and think, you know, my grandfather would always be so upset, like who parked in front of the house, whose park, whose car is parked across the street, and stays. There. And I'm like, what do you? But I see it now with more people. Now I don't really yeah. care. Like if a car is parked across the street from my house for a couple of days, I figure, okay, someone went to the airport or something. Someone's going to come get this car. But there are people who get so jacked up. About or that woman's uh, wife is out. A uh, husband's out of town. This. Oh well, yeah. Or, true. <laughs> That's true, Frostberg. I didn't think about that. Uh, just wasn't okay when the when the wife comes back. That car is gone. That car's uh, got to no, be but, gone. But how many people get upset about cars that they don't recognize being parked in their neighborhood? Now, in fact, yeah. in our na- in, in our neighborhood, there's a couple of families who get upset because there's a guy who comes to visit. Uh, I think it's his dad, and he lives in an, and, he, and he drives an RV, and he parks his RV on the corner, and sometimes he'll stay for like four or five days in a row, and everybody's just so mad. Oh, the RV on the corner, I can't make the turn, I can't go park, I get the RVs there again, I can't. And people get so they get so mad just seeing the car parked on the corner, and I'm like, what are you worried about? Nothing's ha- if something was happening, I would say, yeah, okay, I get it, but the 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 number of people that I see as I get older just getting upset because where cars are parked on the street. It just, I, I don't understand it, but it's a thing. It's well, no, the, R- the RV does drive me nuts, right? Neighborhood stuff. And, and look, I, I get it. There's been a, a big surge in folks going and deciding, hey, rent, especially here in Southern California from where we uh, we broadcast the show, and rent, the rent is too damn high. Remember that guy in New York that was running on that as his oh, entire sure. platform? Uh-huh. It's like you uh-huh. and your $2 gas and milk thing. <laughs> the rent is too damn high. So see, people bought RVs, larger cars, whatever, and you see um, if you go into any anywhere near industrial areas, I mean, it's just a, a run of RVs all the way down the street. My biggest pet peeve are, I mean, look, you got the slow roll that uh, nobody bothers to stop anymore. But from the parking side, it, it's now seemingly optional uh, about, you know, restricted areas near uh, fire hydrants or crosswalks. Nobody cares, and it doesn't seem like the local law enforcement gives a damn either. And it irks me because, you know, you, you're, you're blind, blinded uh, a little bit as you're trying to walk. Say you're out, you know, getting a nice stroll in. You're walking your dog, and, and, the, and the dog nearly catches the fender of a, of a car that's not paying attention. I mean, it's, it's not good, man. Guys, the RV move is douche. <laughs> well, it's a guy coming to visit his bed. Just I don't care if he's lives. coming to visit his mom. It's just when he drives. <laughs> Park your RV in Riverside and take an Uber. <laughs> I, I like the cut of your jib. I'd vote for you. Oh. for mayor. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no cars. We'll solve this rat the business. There you go. No cars parked on the street. No, 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 not, no. No RVs. That's the entirety of the platform. I didn't say cars. No, no, no. It wasn't the cars. It was the RVs. After a no bad look, beat it. It's not. It's not enough to get elected with that. That's not enough to get elected with. You need more than that. Dude, LeBron like building a museum of himself. I could do this. <laughs> well, you don't, no, no, you can't, no, not, not in Los Angeles. People aren't going to want that. It's going to be too, that's going to cause too much traffic delays. No, nobody wants that. You got that. You got to get, got to get rid of that part. Traffic uh, delays. No. Like, like, like yeah. that's not a thing. <laughs> no, but no, nobody wants more of them. 
You know what more? At this point, what the hell's the difference, uh, buddy? Buddy, there's Come no on, difference. Man. It took me an hour and forty minutes to get to work yesterday. If you if you if you told people we're going to build a LeBron museum here in L.A., what does it mean? It means that the 405 freeway, the busiest freeway in the country, is going to be even. But people would say, "No, get him out. Trade LeBron before that happens. Get rid of him. I'd rather have Alex Caruso. Just get rid of LeBron. I don't know. We're not building a not building a museum for him. We're not having that happen. No, that, that see what he did. He, he tried. Absolutely. to play to your sensibilities that be the reaction 100 <laughs> uh, percent so again more on this Michael Thomas brick story as as it unfolds uh, but the big decision comes down today with Michigan late late this afternoon we get the decision from Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti that Jim Harbaugh is suspended for the rest of the season. He can't coach regular season games for Michigan. This would begin with tomorrow's game against Penn State. This for the sign-stealing scandal that is still being investigated by the NCAA and the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan has responded by going to court to try to, I don't know, is, is slap an injunction the right word? They're trying to get uh, some kind get of Get a stay. temporary restraining order approved. Yes, or, or, or some kind of appeal that's going to allow Harbaugh to coach tomorrow against Penn State in the game of the week in college football. Uh, the person hearing the case actually is a Michigan, got their B of A from Michigan, so I don't know how it's going to go, but maybe Harbaugh's on the <laughs> sideline. This is how it goes. So, uh, look, the big noon kickoff on, on Fox, we're going to find out tomorrow. And this decision sucks, but not why you think. Because Tony Petiti decided, hey, we're going to do something here that's just going to make everybody happy, which is stupid, all right? Either you have the evidence, which the Big Ten seems to seem like they do. They put a 13-page letter out to Michigan today quoting that they found this um, sign-stealing scheme that was organized by former Michigan staffer Connor Stallions to be, quote, organized, extensive, years-long, in-person, advanced scouting scheme that was impermissible. All right, quote, uh, the significant portion of the violation has been proven with details of scope, intent, and individual knowledge. All of these things. This was so, okay, this means ineligibility for Michigan. This means, uh, no, but instead it's, oh, we're going to suspend Harbaugh for the next three games. Wait, Harbaugh's not been implicated yet. They've not found anything for him. What the hell is going on here? Either you have the evidence or you don't. If you don't have the evidence, you stand up and say, hey, I know all of you want blood, and we want to figure this out, but we just don't have it yet. We don't have the evidence, so I'm sorry, you're going to have to wait, and we're going to have a fair, adjudicated process, but we just don't have it yet. I'm sorry, Big Ten, because they're all pressuring the Big Ten to make decisions. They want some kind of punishment for Michigan. Or you say, we got it, and I'm sorry, Michigan, but this is what's happening to you. But instead... Here's Tony Petiti deciding, hey, I just want to shut everybody up for a month while we go through this. I want everybody to be happy. So I want all the schools who have called me in the Big Ten saying, hey, Michigan's done this, and and we shouldn't have to worry about them, and they should be ineligible. I got to make them happy, and I got to make Michigan happy because they still need the due process for Harbaugh, and, and we have to figure out what it is. So, yes, you can still play, but Harbaugh, you can't coach. Now, hang on a second, right? Hang on a second. Um... If you have the evidence, you do it. If you don't have it, you wait. What is the what are the what is the Big Ten doing? And I'll tell you, Mike, 
This is why I keep saying all the time, the NCAA needs a commissioner that can have absolute power, that can figure out situations like this. Now, we've talked about this in the past, and it's, it's been about figuring out NIL, conference realignment, because college football is the Wild West, and everything changes, and it's lawless, and no one has any sort of, of, of responsibility. Now, this is what happens. This is what happens, Larry. This is what happens <laughs> this when, your when you try to govern a leaderless sport. Right, Tony Petiti is trying to figure out a way to govern, and all he's doing is, well, all I want to do is try to keep everybody happy. No, no, no. Y- you govern a sport because you come up with a decision that is right for what's going on here, whether it is Michigan gets punished or you need more time. Because if you decide not to punish Michigan, why are you suspend? Harbaugh's not going to get these three games back that you've suspended him from being on, right? So I, I don't understand this. Even though I knew this was kind of where they were going to go, they were trying to do mm-hmm. something to just kick the can down the road a bit. But th- this is what happens when you have no leadership in a sport and you try to make a decision that governs something. You can't get it right, and you wind up biffing it. This is what's going on, right? You need a commissioner. You need somebody that can come up with something here and make a decision that it's going to make everybody not happy, but at least respect the process or respect what's happened. Where if you had somebody that could do it, they could say, hey, I have enough evidence here to tell you that Michigan's ineligible for the Big Ten this year. And Michigan may be pissed off, but you know what? I have the evidence. I have, Or it's, you know what? We don't have it yet. I'm sorry, all you other Big Tens. I'm sorry, Rutgers at Ohio State and Purdue. I'm sorry. We don't have it yet, so everything's going to keep going. Michigan keeps playing. When we have it, we will have it. That's how it should be. But because college football and college sports in general are lawless, when something like this comes up, it gets biffed and blown. This decision sucks because of that. That's why. Yeah, I think a lot of it is you're just trying to serve too many uh, constituents, right? You've got your Big Ten coaches. Well, we've been cheated. We've been aggrieved. Uh, did you guys do any of this? Well, not like that. Uh, you know, that's kind of what, what we – I mean, not to, to that level. I mean, that's just insane. Uh, you know, so I, I think you're trying to say, okay, we hear you for your Big Ten schools and and the presidents trying to give them, you know, the the assurances that you're going to take it seriously. But from the Michigan side, right, we talk about due process, talk about do you have all your ducks in a row and legally do you move forward? And then over here, you've got the larger thing, which is, you know, a power void in the NCAA, which really doesn't exist for much of anything anymore. And once in a while, they wag their fingers and then they'll, you know, make a decision on something that happened four years ago and screw the kids that, you know, weren't even high school freshmen at the time. But that, that's been the, the way it's been forever. But you're looking at for the conference while you're trying to be good and and pat everybody on the back going, I hear you. This is a terrible, awful thing. The other side of you is going, you know, them being in the playoffs is really good for you all, right? (laughs) You realize how much money flows in and not just them getting more application fees and processing fees and everything for admission. No, no, no. When we, we split up all these giant checks from the bowl games, this really helps you all. So we, do we really want to hammer them uh, too harshly when we still have some data that we need to parse through? Yeah, that that's, that's the problem. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen down the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Tyrac.com studio. This is, sucks because this is where we're at in college football. I, I really, it, it just, it's, 
What do you expect, though? I mean, really, I, I didn't expect anything from college football. This is what we get. Uh, Pete Futak stops by next. CollegeFootballNews.com insider. What does he think of the Michigan decision? What does he think of some of the biggest games on the slate tomorrow? It's moving day in college football. We got it all for you coming up next from the TireRack.com studios. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts this is it we've got an amex platinum pro on our hands ladies and gentlemen we haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the centurion lounge is he connecting to complimentary wi-fi oh my look at that he is and you will not believe where he's going next the amex dedicated card member entrance for the win Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Rui Hachimura with a steal and a drive and a slam. The Lakers on a 16-2 run have now taken the lead over the Suns, 105-98. They have the basketball midway through the fourth quarter. LeBron's got 27. D'Angelo Russell with 19 and a Hachimura with that big dunk. The Lakers bench coming through in a large way tonight as they have come back to take the lead. We'll have more on this game coming up in a bit. But Jim Harbaugh has been suspended by the NCAA, or actually by the Big Ten, will not coach tomorrow or for the rest of the season in the Big Ten, unless the courts grant his appeal and he coaches tomorrow on the sideline, which is what's happening right now. What is going to happen? No one better to talk to. Then the owner, editor, proprietor of collegefootballnews.com. Every bit of analysis, predictions, prognostications you want. It is longtime friend of the show. He's on Twitter at Pete Futak. It is the aforementioned Pete Futak. What's happening, buddy? 
Yeah, I was going to say, you so sure about not uh, Harbaugh coming out to the field with that team tomorrow? Or oh no, no. I look. Listen, the the. Uh, the... The, the court case is, is in front of a person yeah. who got their B.A. from the University of Michigan. I think he's yeah, going to run yeah, out of the tunnel yeah, tomorrow. That's number – by the way, I think they're on Judge 3 because I think the first two actually give lectures at Michigan. So that's <laughs> – literally, I think that's actually what's happening here. No, uh, I know the first they, one it was. The, fir- the first judge was yeah. someone who was on the lecture circuit at Michigan. Yeah, and the second one I think is a Michigan grad. So I think they're yep. – it's gotten a little bit here. But look, it, first of all – if you're a Michigan fan, you're fine. if you if you kind of dive in, it, it all seems scary. But this is kind of it, you got it. You got your team back, Tommy. You know it's it's all right. It's, <laughs> very nice. It, very nice. You. Deep cut there. That was good. Of course, yeah. you, of course you like Chuck fan Jason Benetti, R.I.P. Uh, Sky Point. You, is that uh, you guys would get that? But you know, look. It, it, first of all, if he doesn't come out and, and do this tomorrow. He'll probably be back in the sidelines for Maryland. And even if he's not, it kind of doesn't matter because really, it's, it's, are you able to get in the game plan and be part of the practices? He's not barred from the team. That would be the bigger, bigger punishment because then you can't, because at this point, the game plan, game plan's always already in. The assistants basically do all the work. He just kind of does the speechy thing and then, you know, maybe says whether to go for it or not on fourth down. So, uh, it matters, but not really. And then he's still able to coach in the Big Ten championship though under the suspension and the CFP. So even if he is suspended, if they win tomorrow, he's still going to have a shot to coach Pamela against Ohio State again. He's in, even if he if it's a three game suspension, if they still beat to win out, he's coaching in the Big Ten championship. And again, all that really matters here is the NCA tried to say if you, the language in this thing is they're saying, yeah, get him, get him, get him. The Big Ten's like, nah, we don't really want to get our team, and so they tried to thread the needle with this suspension thing. Because the, the process takes years sometimes to do this right if you're the NCAA. And so the Big Ten saying, NCAA, no, you want to take our team away from our conference, you go get them. And the NCAA saying, Big Ten, here, we got it, go get them. And the Big Ten's just not going to do it. You know, but that, that's my problem with this is either you have the evidence or you don't. And if you don't have the evidence, you say, sorry, I know, I know you want blood, other Big Ten coaches, but we don't have it right now. Or if you have it, you say, hey, we got it, and we think this should be Michigan should be ineligible. But this is the problem when you have a law sport that tries to adjudicate something like this. It's not just NIL and, and conference realignment. You need somebody that could take charge of this and not just have Tony Petiti try to walk out and say, well, I want to keep Michigan happy. I want to keep the rest of the Big Ten happy. I want to keep the rest of college football happy because that's just ridiculous. It's like, but it, what's that? When you have a lawless sport, it's hard to enact the law. And it doesn't help that Michigan's not giving an inch. Like, you would think that Michigan at some point, leaders at best, you know, you know, this above approach, this, this, this bastion of higher learning and education and all that stuff, would kind of be like, yeah, you know, we, we're going to kind of self-impose some stuff here. And uh, no, not even a little bit. They didn't even hear this Connor Stallions guy. What is, we, don't, we don't do any of that around. They, they are absolutely denial on every part of this. So there's nothing there to work with. So there's enough. The, to your point, it's not even just the lawlessness of the, the sport. It's the murkiness of the rule book because there are no rules 
technically in the Big Ten, whatever it is that they have, against anything that we're talking about here. And so it's the NCAA that has the rules. And even then, the NCAA rule book is a legal disaster with loopholes left and right. And if Harbaugh's not giving an inch and not saying he didn't know anything, well, then basically, so if you, if you look at the wording of what the Big Ten said, they're not punishing Harbaugh. They're punishing the University of Michigan by taking away its football coach from the sidelines for three games. So it, they don't have it. I mean, we can all say, you know, of course, come on, we've, we've got the evidence. And the NCAA is saying we've got the evidence until you don't. And there's an appeals process here to this whole thing. Again, because Michigan's not even trying to, to take any culpability for this. So after Harbaugh appears on Big Noon Kickoff coming out to the NWO theme from wrestling all those years ago, uh, who wins the game? <laughs> oh, Michigan. I, it's, look, it, you still got to block and tackle. It, it's, you still have the game plan in place, and you can steal all the signs you want. You still have to deal with the Michigan offensive line that really doesn't matter if they know what the signs are or not. They're still going to just keep running the ball on you. So, uh, And the, the thing about this, too, is the Penn State offense still doesn't have it. I mean, they threw the ball a couple times down the field over the last two games, and they're, they're probably going to get up early. They're probably going to score fast. They're probably going to do something. The crowd's going to get into it, and then everything will kind of settle in. They don't have a consistent enough attack to be able to do this. So uh, I, it doesn't matter if Harbaugh's out there or if it's us. I, I think Michigan wins this thing, and I think they kind of you know, keep this thing going. Now, if you're the Big Ten, you got your Penn State pom-poms out because if Michigan loses, it just made your life a whole heck of a lot easier. Yeah, well, Pete, listen, don't forget, Kerr's going in the third game. He's not with us. Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com yeah. <laughs> insider, our guest right now. All right, let's get to the other big game. Uh, we have a top ten game. Georgia hosting Ole Miss. Georgia's kind of, so far this season, they've done everything as expected, but we're not wowed by them. Is this still a great Georgia team? Could they go home with an L tomorrow? Yeah, I, this is, I, I, the full disclosure, in January I called this as Ole Miss, and I've stuck with Ole Miss through the offseason, and now now that we're here, it's like, it, it, and I'm sure it all worked out. You're right, Georgia is just kind of okay, and Ole Miss has the exact type of team that can pull this off. They've got the pass rush. They've got the lines to hold up. You don't have the running game you probably would like, but they've got enough athletes and talent on, you know, for the passing game to, to, to hit them a little bit. Uh, I I like him to cover. I can't I can't go all in and say it's going to be Ole Miss outright because Dane Kiffin doesn't win these games because he doesn't have the talent that Georgia has. But I will be stunned if it is some sort of wipeout. Uh, a Georgia wipeout, and if it is, then it's like, okay, Georgia's here, and here we go. And that, that's the Georgia we're looking for. Uh, but I do think that the Rebels are just kind of that good to to hang around and make this a little bit of a game. With everything swirling, USC, Caleb Williams, and all of that fun stuff, Michael Penix Jr. getting more of a spotlight. Uh, they're eight-point favorites at home with the Utes coming to town. Can the Utes pull off the upset? Yeah, I like I like this one too. And look. Utah can run. You know, that was the kind of the thing about that, that uh, USC-Washington game. As, as fun as that first half was, that was all about the Washington ground game, and that's not happening against Utah. Utah doesn't have enough of a passing game. So if Washington gets up fast, 
there's going to be a problem for the Utes. But that D and that those lines are just good enough where they can hammer away, they can control the clock, they can keep Penix on the sidelines. And, yeah, you know, we all remember the Oregon game. We remember what they did. They struggled against Arizona State. They struggled against Stanford. They struggled against Arizona. Uh, Their last four games have all been really tight. So I do think that this is going to be – that Utah might have the team that could get this done if the passing game can at least be okay. All right, Pete, uh, let's get to USC and Oregon. You know, we have the big nude kickoff, then we have the late game on Fox. Uh, Caleb Williams, a lot of under fire, crying with his mom last week after the yell. Oregon's trying to stay in it here. Um, I, I know you and I probably both like the over, which I think is almost at 80 at this point. But is there any way that USC <laughs> can pull the upset in this game? Yeah, I, 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 first of all, I bristle at the whole, all these people. Like, oh, he's crying. Like, these are college kids, even Caleb Williams. You know, these are still, I mean, all the pressure in the world is on this guy's shoulders. And so he already lost the Heisman. He already lost the national championship. And that Washington game pretty much meant they're not going to go to the Pac-12 title. And that's really kind of it for his college career. And, you know, I again, the college dude, that's it. You know, that's we know how emotional this is. So I, I kind of have a problem ripping on guys for that. And uh, I don't actually kind of like the over. Because I, the Oregon defense is good enough to kind of keep – USC, not Notre Dame-like, where nothing was working in that game, uh, but just to keep it down just enough to keep USC at, like, 27-ish or so. I don't think uh, the Trojans are going to go off and hang 45 on the board in this. Uh, Oregon will. Oregon is going to be more than happy to come get off the bus with 48 points. I don't know if USC carries its weight in this one. Pete, obviously the game of the week is happening in Iowa City, Iowa. The Hawkeyes, one-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Uh, can, how much emotion will be shown if the Hawkeyes actually uh, push this to the over of 20? All you need is 16-13. It's, all, it's, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. It's, I can't, it defies all, and, and I've been burned on it week after week after week. They went to freaking overtime last week, and they yeah. still couldn't get do anything because it was played on a stupid baseball field. Like, well, really, you know, they found uh, Hoffa in that end zone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the goal line. Found, so, yeah, they didn't find any points though. But uh, no, <laughs> yeah, they don't have they don't have any offense. And Rutgers certainly has the defense to keep this low. But it's just too offensive. I know it's a trap. I'm falling for it again, and I'm going to keep picking. It's my, my personal belief. If you have a college football total of 35, you always, always, always go over because one team has a shot just to get it by itself no matter what. And 28, just, again, it's ridiculous. Like, it could be 27-2. to two. Rutgers could win this thing. I mean, it's it, – but we know it. But the problem is I'm saying this, and I know the final score is going to be 10-6. I know 27 this. and a half, baby. I, oh, that's so beautiful. I know it. I know in my heart that I'm going to get refreshed after I look over at something, and it's going to be 3 nothing Rutgers with, like, six minutes to play. Like, <laughs> we, we know how this works, and yet you can't. I just It goes against everything in my body to say, you're giving me a 27 and a half now? Let's go. You can follow my Twitter at Pete Futek. That is at Pete Futek. Pete, who also stares at a candle until his eye goes blind because it helps his batting eye. Pete is always. I can't buddy. read either, yeah. <laughs> hey, 
Shoeless Joe. Can you spell cat? Uh, collegefootballnews.com is the site. All the predictions, all the prognostications, all the analysis you could possibly want. Pete, as always, buddy, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Have a great one, guys. Later. See you, buddy. I mean, there's fun, and then there's running obscure eight-men outlines with Pete Futek. That's pretty cool. Well, as soon as he dropped the first, I'm like, oh, we came to play tonight. <laughs> Let's go. Nobody you know, cares about your batting average buck. You know, you think about eight men out and, and, and people who don't. It's a movie about the, the Black Sox of 1919 that threw the World Series. And you would say, hey, here's a movie. Well, who was in it? Well, okay, so Michael Rooker and yeah, John Cusack, right? <laughs> and David Strathairn. You're like, whoa, wait, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the stars. And Christopher Lloyd, right? And yeah. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, it, yeah, like if you're a movie buff and you know, and like, so, like there are going to be a certain percentage of folks that, you know, other than Cusack, don't know the other names there. And then you start talking about what they're associated with. It's like, oh, wow, that's um, that's some pretty, pretty big uh, lineup of heavy hitters right there. Oh, and don't let me forget, Charlie Sheen is in the movie. Wait, what? Oh, and Bill, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. And Bill Irwin. <laughs> He's he Mr. was Mr. Noodles. Mr. <laughs> oh, Mr. Noodle. <laughs> the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, big time, big time goings on right now in Phoenix. The Lakers have the lead 120 to 116. Uh, Torian Prince just made an incredible play in the front court. Shot clock winding down. Looked like he was going to make some kind of crazy pass. Instead, he drives in for a layup that looked like it was going to cinch the game, except the Suns hit a three and then get a steal. A foul is called, and now they're looking at it to see if the Suns can get possession down four or if it's the Lakers to the free throw line. Dan Marley's checking in to shoot them. We got high drama right now in Phoenix. Uh, The Jason Smiths here with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. But speaking of Phoenix, we get a big-time return to the NFL this weekend from Kyler Murray. And I'll tell you what, something's fishy. We'll get into it next right here. Jason and Mike Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Lakers come from behind to beat the Suns 122-119. to A huge night for L.A., and we're going to get into this game in a big way coming up in about 10 minutes because this is what should scare the rest of the NBA, what you got to see from the Lakers tonight. But Put them in tournament play, and it all goes crazy. Undefeated in tournament play. <laughs> in tournament play. You just say tournament, and they flip the switch. That's the. It's like they, you're they saying bet, the switch. bet, 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 yes. bet, bet. <laughs> They're back. Uh, but Kyler Murray comes back this week. Huge story in the NFL. Plays his first game in 11 months when Arizona plays Atlanta. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm okay saying I don't know. But something screwy is going on, something big in Arizona. Because what they're doing right now, quarterback-wise, and Kyler Murray, doesn't make any sense. Something is going on, and we're going to find out at some point. But there's no reason for the Cardinals to act the way they have regarding their quarterback position the last few weeks. So they start with Joshua Dobbs, who plays mm-hmm. well at times. And now, look, he's the savior for the Minnesota Vikings, right? You know, obviously, clearly, he's got a good amount of talent. And, you know, look, not playing um, with a lot of talent talent around him on Arizona, but he kept them competitive. They upset the Cowboys. And now look where he is. He's going to be the guy that takes the Vikings to the playoffs. So you start Josh Dobbs for the majority of the time. And then you get about a week away from Kyler Murray potentially coming back and not only do you bench Joshua Dobbs, but then you trade him. And you say, we're going to start Clayton Toon at quarterback. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, we're going to start a guy that has no experience, and we're going to start him off against the best defense in the NFL. What are you doing? Okay, so we're tanking. All right, so I get it now. The Cardinals are tanking. They traded Joshua Dobbs. They're going to play Clayton Toon, and Kyler Murray's not going to play. Okay, I get it. And now Kyler Murray's back, and he's going to play and potentially play the rest of the season. Something weird is going on, and we just don't know what it is because there's no reason why you would get rid of Joshua Dobbs to say, okay, let's get rid of this guy to start a guy in a game you're going to give away, basically saying we're going to lose this game and we're okay with it, but now we're going to bring our starting quarterback back who's coming back for the first time in 11 months, and we're going to bring him back in a season where we clearly have given up and we're tanking, but now we're bringing Kyler Murray back where he could potentially win some games. Why wouldn't you want to hold on to Joshua Dobbs for a week to win a game? Did you really think, oh, we got to trade him and get an asset for him? No, no, but he was benched first. He was benched first, and then he was traded. What is happening? Something weird. He was fine on the Sunday night. Joshua Dobbs is great. He's starting next week. And then the next day it was, oh, hey, we looked at the tape and didn't like some stuff we saw, so Clayton Toon is going to start. Something really weird is going on in Arizona, Mike. I'm t- I, mean, not, I mean, yes, you could just say Arizona Cardinals, but sure. something weird. We're going to find out because how they're handling it doesn't make sense. Not saying they're bringing Kyler Murray back doesn't make sense, but are you tanking or are are you you know what why is he really ready to come back now? Would you want to wait a little bit? Which I I don't get why they're doing it the way they have because what they are doing I I can't follow the plan. Something crazy we don't know about is going on there, and I don't know what it is. Yeah, the sequencing of events is obviously. Um what should we say, dubious at best. Obviously, they have a a bunch of things going on, front office slash ownership, right, allegations on Bidwell and and whatever else, big big exposés going on there. We talked about the 
the efforts and, and the roster put together by Steve Kime before he'd been dismissed, and now you're trying to pick up the pieces from there. With Josh Dobbs, he did an interview saying he was told point blank by the coach, by Gannon, that he wasn't getting traded. And lo and behold, well, things change. Uh, and out he goes. Now, the Kyler Murray part of it really is is curious, right? Do you feel like you need to audition him for folks that, hey, you, you, would you like Kyler? The deal's already been signed, and here he is, and showcase that. Uh, do you think you're suddenly going to go on a tear and win a bunch of games? I don't see how that helps anything, because right now it's it's you and the Panthers for the top of the draft yeah. board. You have one right? win. I mean, I mean, really, you have one win. You, you have a win, uh, and so it, it's you and the Panthers battling it out. And you know, we we had joked weeks ago that that Christmas Eve game between the Bears and the Cardinals well, it was going to be for all the marbles. Uh, <laughs> but but you, you've got this the circumstance with with Murray. If he's ready, okay. I, I really thought he'd be in bubble wrap. And you'd let Clayton Tune or whoever you signed off the street get you through the rest of the season. If Connor is ready to play and and he wants to go because he's he was auditioning for his next deal, great. But you're doing everything you can to not win games at this point. But bringing Kyler Murray back suddenly uh, throws a wrench into that. I really something's happening because it doesn't make sense. Even if they're fighting between the the front office and the coaches, the decisions were well, we're tanking. Now we're not. Well, now we're bringing Kyler Murray back. Wait, what? crazy uh we'll have more on this story coming up next more big stories out of the nfl and reaction to the biggest game of the night in the nba this is at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 